Morning everyone, just waiting for my signal there. <laughs> morning everyone and very welcome to our service this morning and anyone that's watching online, um, you're very welcome also, we'll give you a very warm welcome. And may I also give a very warm welcome to Crown Jesus Ministries, this is uh, Helen and Nathan at the front and they've been here from early this morning working away, trying to get all this ready. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing from them uh, a little later in the service. Let me just go through uh, a few announcements. This evening at half past seven, we have Life Lounge, with, when our guest will be Jenny Clegg, who you all know very well. And uh, worship will be led once again by Waiting for Sophie. And we hope you can come along. And we'd like to set up for Life Lounge after this morning's service. And we'd appreciate your help with moving chairs if you're able. Thank you. Um, with regards to the coronation celebration party, you'll have received flyers inside your order of service this morning, um, probably about three flyers, and uh, yes, this is him, okay, so uh, as this, uh, this is a community outreach event, so this isn't just something we're doing as a social event, we're doing this to reach out into the community. So we'd ask you please to pass these flyers on to family members, uh, to friends, maybe to neighbours to help promote the event and encourage attendance. It's an opportunity to meet and to welcome members of the community to our church family who are not linked with Ballycrocken. Uh, and we hope you can attend on the day, and if you're able to help with anything, any of the activities, please speak to me. I'm sure you're probably sitting there thinking, I would just love to help, I wonder what I could do. Well, we have spaces still available. We have a Faith Mission bookstall coming, and uh, we'd like maybe a few people to be able to, to look after that uh, for, the, for the afternoon. But please, again, please, if you'd like to do that, contact myself. Um, okay, we also need the, the loan of gazebos for the day, so if you can lend us a gazebo, uh, please speak to Jim McKnight. Thank you. There's going to be a new opportunity to meet for prayer um, uh, next Sunday. We're starting at 7th of May before the service uh, for members of the congregation, for elders, for committee members as well to meet together from 10 a.m. in the morning to half past 10. So if you're up and fresh anyway in the morning and you'd like to come out to the prayer meeting, we'd really appreciate you coming and it would make a massive difference. And we'll be meeting in the prayer room. It was formerly the quiet room and uh, it's planned to continue to meet on the first Sunday of each month before the service except July and August. Um, You'll have received another flyer as well about the men's fellowship, uh, the breakfast, and uh, you'll, you'll have that inside your order of service. And uh, this is a good opportunity for men to meet for fellowship over breakfast and to hear a gifted speaker. The Reverend James Burnett was here, do you remember, for Morel's service that day? Uh, he's, uh, he is um, the principal of Belfast Bible College. So hopefully you can attend and please even bring a friend or two as well. So that's all of the announcements. I just want to start our service by, by reading from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father, and it's great to be able to call God our Father, isn't it? Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. 
But what a privilege if you know Jesus Christ this morning as Lord and Savior. You can call God your Father. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Let me just pray. Let's pray a moment. Um, Father, we thank you that that is a privilege, Lord, that you have made us children of God. That, Lord, even though man has sinned and rebelled, but through the cross, you've put us even into a better position than Adam even was. That we're children of the living God, indwelt by the Spirit of God. And I pray, Lord, that we might relax in your presence this morning. I pray that we might enjoy your presence this morning. And Lord, that we might exalt you as our Father, but also as our Lord. And Father, we, we want to just, as we think about family, uh, we want to remember that family in Straban, Lord, this morning, who are grieving three loved ones who died in a, an accident in Ochnacloy. We just pray, Father, that you'd be with the family Give them strength, Lord. Be around them, comfort them, be sufficient for them. And Lord, those that are still in hospital, seriously ill, we pray, God, that your hand would be upon them, that they would make a, a quick recovery. Uh, and Lord, help them just to deal with the weeks and the months of grief ahead. In Jesus Christ's name, we ask these things. Amen. Amen. So we're going to stand, we're going to sing uh, How Deep the Father's Love for Us.
just a, as it is a, a family service, um, I would like to read a few selected portions of scripture um, expressing just how precious our children are, our grandchildren, our young people, because um, very often in church they can be put aside and they can be sitting on the sidelines, and we don't want that to happen. We want them to be at the center of this place. So I've put together an, a, a few verses uh, from scripture. Psalm 139, verse 15 to 16. You watched me, I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. John 16, verse 21. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Psalm 127, verse 3. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Matthew 18, verse 10. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Mark 9, 36 to 37. Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my Father who sent me. Matthew 18, verse 4. Whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this receives me. And 3 John 1, 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Proverbs 17, verse 6. Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Timothy 4, verse 12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And Ecclesiastes 12, verse 1, Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth before the difficult days come. And these are portions from the Word of God. Um, okay, I would like to pray this morning for our children and for our young people. And I know you've seen and people have been admiring the Sunday Club painting at the back there. It's been up for a while now, but we have two more paintings. Very gifted people in our youth fellowship. And they have two paintings there in this church. And there's two in the main building. Amazing, beautiful. And it's just lovely to see them up there. So we're going to pray. Let's pray a moment. Father, we want to thank you for our children and our young people, how precious they are to us. And we thank you for the enthusiasm which they bring. We thank you for their passion, for their gifts. Forgive us older folk, Lord, when we make them feel sidelined, when we put them on the subs bench, when your heart for them at times is to lead us. Help us to hear them, and to be open to listen to ways that they feel you, Lord, are directing them. 
May we be an encouragement to them as they grow and develop into men and women that you may use wherever their journey takes them. May this church be home for them, somewhere they feel safe and loved, somewhere they feel received, somewhere they can be themselves without judgment or criticism, somewhere they can always return to no matter what. Father, we pray for every youth group and organization in this church. We would like each group and organization to grow, yes, but more importantly, we would like each child and each young person to grow, to grow in their faith, to grow in their knowledge of you, to grow in their relationships with one another, each of these things to make them stronger for the future. We pray for every leader that they may know the full support of this church behind them and that you would build a relationship with the children and the young people that the children become like family. Father, it's family we want in this church. It's that sense of family which we want to promote in this place and our children at the center. May they be nurtured, supported, and encouraged by all of us, young and old. And may their parents also find the true support and strength that they need within our Ballycrocken family. May they find that strength during every part of their lives. May each of us, Lord, feel a strong sense of belonging here and a desire to see your kingdom come amongst our children and amongst our young people and parents. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. And part of, uh, part of being a family is coming here to worship God on a Sunday morning. So just in a, in, a, in a little animated video, we're just going to remind ourselves, what is fellowship? Why is fellowship so important? What is church all about? Why do we go to church? We go to church to worship God together with other Christians and to have fellowship or friendship with them. Church is a special, quiet place away from our busy lives where we can concentrate on learning more about our Heavenly Father and how to please Him. You probably have a lot in common with your friends. You like the same things or participate in the same activities. Going to church is a way to worship God together with others who share the same faith you do. The Bible tells us fellowship with other Christians is important. We need each other. Galatians tells us to bear one another's burdens. This means to share our problems with each other. We want to help our friends through difficult times by giving them love, support, and encouragement. It is also a blessing to study God's Word by teaching and learning together. Did you know we don't need a fancy building to worship our Heavenly Father? Some Christians around the world meet in their homes or other simple buildings where they can gather and study together. In Matthew, Jesus says that where two or three are gathered, He will be there. No matter where you worship, it's always appropriate to pray to God anywhere. Outside, surrounded by the natural wonders He created, in your house, or even if you're riding in a car. You can praise Him out loud or silently in your heart. If you're with other Christians and want to pray or sing hymns together, that's good too. So, why do we go to church? To worship God together with other Christians and have fellowship with them. God is always there for us no matter where we are. We are very thankful for His watchful care over us. Do you have a question you want us to answer? Visit ChristianQuestions.com to submit a question of your own. Be sure to click the blue microphone to subscribe and get updates on new videos. Right, oh, that's loud. Uh, two teams, 
team one and team two. Tom, would you keep score for team two? And George, do you want to do team one? Keep the score? Keep you awake there? Um, I've got to thank Barry, I must say, for this one because I was thinking, I want to do an original quiz. So each question corresponds to each letter of the alphabet. So the answer to question one will be beginning with A, question two will begin with B, and so on and so forth. We might not get through to Z, but we'll play that one by ear. So, team one first. And let the children answer first, but if they don't know, help them out. So, here's question one, and it begins with A. Who was the father of Isaac? Did I hear someone say it? Carl, yeah, you're young, so there's Abraham. Okay, team two, this one begins with B. Who was the youngest of Joseph's brothers? Hence, I have the same name. <laughs> yes, Benjamin, and I am officially called Benjamin. Okay, team one, this begins with C. This is a bit harder, but maybe the kids will know. What was the name of the land that Israel inherited? What did it used to be called? Did I hear Canaan? Yes, I did hear Canaan. Well done. Okay, team two, this one begins with D. Uh, might need a bit of adult help, but we'll see. What is the name of the fifth book of the Bible? Begins with D. Deuteronomy, wow. Wow, smart, amazing. Okay, here's E then for team one. God has existed forever, therefore he is E. Eternal, exactly. And that's why the afterlife is eternal as well. Okay, F, team two. Name one of the plagues that God sent to Egypt. There's two beginning with F. Yeah, frogs, there's one. Okay, we're actually getting through this rightly. We might get far down. Okay, this is G this time. What was the name of the Philistine giant? I wanted to name it slightly differently. Goliath, yes, yes. Okay, H. Throughout the Bible, we see people sing songs of praise to God. What is another name for these songs of praise? Hymns, yes. Okay, this is I. Who is the major biblical prophet whose name starts with an I? Isaiah, yes. Okay, this is a harder one. J. What was the Hebrew name for God? Jehovah, yes. Okay, K. There are two books of the Bible side by side beginning with K. What are they called? First and Second Kings, exactly. Okay, L. Jeremiah definitely wrote two books in the Bible. Jeremiah and, beginning with L, Lamentations, yes. Okay, this one's slightly easier. M. Jesus was the promised Savior. Throughout the Bible, what's another word for Savior beginning with the letter M? Messiah, yes. Okay, N. What is the name of the king of Babylon that we find in Daniel beginning with N? Did I hear Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah? Yeah, okay. Now, this will really test, and maybe Mark will only know this, but we'll see. What is the shortest book in the Old Testament? It begins with O. Obadiah, yes. 
Well done, Bob. Okay, P. What was the name of the Roman governor that allowed Jesus to be sentenced to death? This team. Pontius Pilate, yes. Okay. Q. Now, this one was a lot harder to think of a question, but I went for this one. Which royal figure visited Solomon to see his wisdom? The Queen of Sheba, yes. <laughs> okay. R. Again, this one was actually harder than you'd think. Where exactly, exactly in heaven is Jesus right now? We say that he's seated at the right hand of God, yes, interceding for his people. S, right, almost done. Also named the devil, what is the name of the fallen angel who was once Lucifer? Satan, yes. Okay, T. God is three persons in one being. What do we call this? The Trinity, yes. Okay, you. God didn't just create the earth, but he created the whole universe. V. <laughs> Another word for the blue things in your arm. The Bible says that without the physical resurrection of Christ, our faith is in vain. Yes. <laughs> w. Often the picture of Christ and the church is painted as what joyous occasion? Hint, I'll be having one soon. Wedding, yes, the wedding of Christ and his church. Okay, X, there is a question for this. Who was the Persian king during the book of Esther? Xerxes, yes. Okay, Y. We had the Hebrew name for God, but what is the Greek name for God? It begins with Y. Yahweh, yes. And last, but certainly not least, Z. I think we're on full marks, both teams so far. What is the name of the hill near Jerusalem that is referenced throughout nearly the whole Bible? Zion, yes. A to Z, there you go. <laughs> oh, that, that was a draw, so you both got all right. So I need a decider then, do I? Okay, okay, we'll just do whoever's first to answer it. And I need to think off the cuff. Okay. And no letter help this time. What is the shortest book in the whole Bible? No, no, not verse. Shortest book. Nope. Shortest book in the whole Bible. What does he say? Second John is right. This team wins. Thank you, Ben. Um, Okay. Any kids, do you want to come up to the front here? There's a lot of cushions, and uh, I know it's a, it's a bank holiday weekend, so maybe we're, we're running short of kids a wee bit this morning. So if any mums and dads want to come up and sit in the cushions, you're very welcome. <laughs> but we're going to do a chorus now, okay? And I think you might know it. Do you know I'm in the Lord's army? I'm in Ever Walk with the infantry and ride with the cavalry. Do you know that one? Mums and dads, it's quite an old one. So uh, all of us stand, let's do the actions. Okay, while well, we sing this. Let's get a bit of adrenaline pumping. Okay, let's go.
want to thank God for so much in our lives. We get up every morning and we take so much for granted. Our health, our strength, what we eat, what we drink, and we look on the news and we see some countries that are going through really tough times, really difficult times. Uh, we want to thank God for how he's, he looks after us and we want to think about those folk too and keep them in our prayers. So let's give our offering and it's a thank you song. Father, that we can give. Thank you for that privilege to be able to give, to be in that position, to be able to give, because you've blessed us so much. And Father, we, we do think of people throughout the world. We think of, of those in Sudan and the civil war going on there. Father, we think of those in Ukraine, Lord, who are suffering, who are grieving and going through difficult times there. We think of the persecuted church in China and people meeting underground today. 
And Lord, we, we pray, Father, that you would be with those, those folk. And Lord, we pray that they might know the strength of churches throughout the world praying for them. But Lord, we pray soon that it would be, that things would be rectified, that life would be better for them. And Lord, that they would be able to worship you openly and give thanks for what you've brought them through. But we pray, Father, for peace in our world in all those areas. But just use this money, Lord, uh, these offerings. Lord, it's only a token. It's only a token. Everything we have belongs to you. Every gift we have, every ability we have, every career we have, everything, every, every penny we have, it belongs to you. But this is, Lord, a dedication of a, just to represent, Lord, that everything we have belongs to you and we thank you for it. And we pray that you'd use it in this place and in this community in the days and weeks ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to get out of the way now and hand over to Helen and Nathan so uh, to uh, do the rest of the service, basically. So good morning, everyone. Um, on behalf of Nathan and I, it is wonderful to be here. And as you've heard, we are here um, along with Crown Jesus Ministries. And just to give you a very quick glimmer, uh, Crown Jesus Ministries are an evangelistic ministry, and we have the goal to see the people of Ireland crown Jesus Lord of their lives. We do that through three different teams, three different areas, through our kids ministry, our youth ministry, and our adult ministry. We are obviously here today because we are part of our children's ministry. The majority of our output is in schools and we deliver evangelistic programs hoping to see children right across Ireland crown Jesus Lord of their lives. So this morning we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to have some fun. There may be some music and we honestly, boys and girls, we need you to get involved, okay? But we want everyone to get involved this morning, okay? So it's focused on those in primary school, okay? So we've got some folk from primary school. Maybe in our congregation we have some people where primary school was a few years ago or perhaps for some of you this morning primary school is quite simply a long distant memory okay but we would love for you to try and remember those days and remember the fun and the excitement that you had so this morning we would love for you all to join in now, boys and girls, we do lots of skills in Bangor, and we take our puppets with us, so maybe you may have already seen them. So are you ready to have some fun with us this morning? Yes, lots and lots of fun. Wonderful. Well, let me welcome you to Grandad Virtual Reality. Oh, Morning cup of tea. Yeah. I cannot go on any longer without it. Hold on, that is your really important question. At my age, that's very important. Okay, Granda, I have not seen your morning cup of tea. Oh. We're actually a little bit busy here. We're um, currently in the middle of a church service. We are? Yeah, yeah yes. Oh, interesting. Uh, is that a problem? No, I just, well, interesting. 
Anyway, why are we here? This is a, yep, okay, very good. Very, very interesting, yes. But look, this is a grand is virtual reality, so it's all about you and the invention that you've created for us this morning. Ah, uh, you found my invention. You have found Trevor. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Trevor? Yes, what exactly, Trevor. What exactly is Trevor? Well, Helen, you see, it all started a long time ago whenever I was doing a sport of salsa okay. dancing. Okay, Brandon? What? Short version, please. All right, Helen, Miss Grumpy. <clears throat> Here it is. Trevor stands for a terrifically real experience of a virtually optimized reality. Basically, Helen, it's a VR machine. Okay, so we've got a VR headset. This sounds pretty cool. And what exactly does it do? Well, Helen, when you put on the headset, you will go anywhere in the world you want to go to. Just okay. like that. But at the touch of a button, uh -huh. it will change just like that. You may even open trap doors. Okay. Or, oh. or maybe you will. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, Granddad. I see what we've got here. We've got a virtual reality headset with some pretty special features. That is it precisely, Helen. Now the question is, can I give it a go? Absolutely. Put on the headset and have lots of fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, now, boys and girls, I'm going to need a little bit of encouragement. So should I try our virtual reality headset? Yes? Are you sure? Okay, okay. Well, hopefully everything I see through this headset you will also see on our screen. So here we go. Grandin? Do you not mean Trevor? No. 
Okay, look, I appreciate Granda was involved, but look, Max, how are you getting yourself out? Well, Helen, do you really think that I need to ask you right now how to get out if I knew how to get out? True. No, I don't know how to get out. I'm so... Okay, I'm sorry. What is all this commotion about? I'm trying to have my third lap of the day. What's Max doing now? Max! Granda, Max what? can't hear you. I'm wearing the headset. Oh. Well then, Helen, took off the headset and put it on the dock. Then okay. we can hear and see and talk to Max without you wearing the headset. Okay, that's great, but we've got ourselves a problem. Where are you all going? Why are you going to just up and knock me? Oh, look. Where is he? 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 Okay, chill, Max, if you just wait there perhaps one moment, maybe two, and we'll see what we can do and try and get you out. Sure. I'll be here. Where else should I go? Where advice, Okay. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, uh, Brandon, do you have any ideas? How are we going to get him out? No, we'll leave him there, and then my life will be much, much easier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, 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 that's not quite how this works. Oh. We, we need to... Oh. Oh. Come on, get me out of here! Oh. Support agents! It's been at least 15 minutes since I've eaten anything. Hurry up! Fine, over we go, over to the TV and... Okay! Now, if we really need to get back sight, Helen, I will need your help. Okay, I will do anything to help you. Okay, first things first. Please press the bottom button. Okay. Then the next one. Then the next one. Don't press the green one, Not but press all the others. You see? Then the door will open and Max can walk right out. Just remember, Helen, don't press oh. that green button. Sorry, Max, I didn't quite hear what you said. Uh, Granda, what are you talking about? You say press this? No! <sighs> Boys and girls, did you just see what happens? Any ideas? Uh, did Granda maybe end up inside here? Okay, uh, I'm not too sure what's going on just yet, but Max, did we at least get you? Max? <laughs> oh yeah, you did! I'm free! <laughs> okay, that's great. It's wonderful to see you, but we actually have a new problem now. Oh, really? What's that? Something went wrong. I'm not too sure what you did, but uh, now Granda is stuck inside Trevor. What? Granda's stuck? Oh no, what am I doing? On a second. Helen, did you press the trapdoor button? Well, uh, he did mention something about the green button, but I thought he then said to press it. <laughs> Helen, press the trapdoor button. <laughs> you trapped Granda? No, 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 no. It's not funny. There's no time for laughter here, Max. We just need to get him out. No, this is hilarious. You never did everything wrong. It's always me. <laughs> You're in trouble. You trapped Granda.
Okay, do not worry, we are going to get you out. Okay, so Max, have you had any I I ideas? Max? Max? No, oh, Helen, is Grandpa still mad at me for laughing? Yes, he is still a little bit mad, but we just got to keep going here because we need to get him out. Okay. Okay, so we got to get thinking. We need your best idea, okay? okay. Best idea. Let me see, what could we do? Oh, we could... Yes? No. No. Okay, that's fine. Oh, how about this? Yes. We will. Uh huh. No. Okay, this isn't going well. What could we do? I've got a Eureka! You do? Uh -huh, yeah. Uh huh. We yeah. are going to uh -huh. play a game with Trevor. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, 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 no. And um, you kind of missed the point here. We're not going to play a game. No time for games. We just need to get Granda out. Oh, come on. It'll be great fun. Maybe we'll think of a rescue plan while we're playing Trevor. Please, it'll be great. Okay, okay. Boys and girls, help me out. What do you think? Should we let Max have a go and play with Trevor? Yeah, yeah we should give him a go? Okay, let me see. Yeah, I might get off. You ruined my hair. <laughs> okay, okay, well, look. Do you know what, boys and girls, what we're going to do, we're going to play a game with Trevor. Trevor's going to decide the game. Max is going to play it. And if it is a really good game, we may get one of you or someone from your church family up to play it as well. Do you think we should try that? Yes. Okay, so, Max, are you ready to play our first game? I am ready. Okay, let's check it out. Time selected. The aim of this game is to score as many points as possible by throwing the ball into the basket. I can do that. Starting game. You okay. ready? I'm ready. Two, one. Okay, so grab a ball on that Oh, Missed and hurt him. Oh, behind him. What? Oh, that was close. Did. Oh, little hurt him. Oh, no. Boys and girls, maybe church family, would anyone like a go at our version of hoop time? Yeah? Wonderful. What's your name, buddy? Jackson. Jackson. Okay, Jackson. I am going to get you to stand on this side, okay? As you can see, there's four basketballs in there. I will try and get them back in as quickly as possible to give you as many opportunities to get as many points as you can, okay? Now, whilst I'm doing that, I can't always see how many balls are going into the hoop. So who do I trust here? Me! Ben. I'll count. Can you count how many balls we get into the hoop, okay? Right, Jackson, are you ready? You've got 30 seconds. In three, two, one, go! Oh, I know, Jack. 
Jackson is that I'm confident you've beaten Max. What? Ben. Ten. We got ten? Oh my goodness, give Jackson another big round of applause. Nicely done. Huh. That was not fair. Why not? You picked a professional to beat me. Huh. <laughs> okay, okay, do you know what? He must have been a professional because that was pretty good. But you know what, Max? How about we quickly play one more game? Great idea! Okay. I am even better at this one! Okay, let's check out what game we're going to play. Okay! Oh, yes! That I can do! Oh, mine! Oh, okay, okay. Okay, grab another dart here and throw! Hit that man, whoops, dragon, and throw. Oh, a little harder this time, maybe. And throw. Oh, that was the wall again, Ellie. Oh, you And throw. I am not strong enough for this. Oh, that was the roof. Whoops. Let's try that again. And here we go. And throw. Oh, that was closer. Here we go. Here's another one. And throw. Oh, hold on. I'll get all my points for this one. Here we go. Here we go. And throw. But uh, you, you didn't get any points. That's our little secret. No one else needs to know that. Okay, no problem. But how about someone plays our version of Target Shot, okay? Boys and girls, would anyone like to play? Yeah. Yes, wonderful. What's your name? Daisy. Daisy. Okay, Daisy, I'm going to give you two tries. Okay, we're not going to put a timer on it, so just whenever you're ready, you throw the balls at either one of our targets and try and get some points. Okay, are you ready? Give it a try. Oh, my goodness! Look at that effort as it go again! Wasn't that impressive, Max? You picked another professional! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, they're just too good. But Max, if you remember before we started playing those games, we were trying to work out a way to uh, get Grand out. Who? Grand What? Uh, you forgot about Grand already? Oh, the guy with the white hair. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I remember now. Okay, so what exactly are we going to do? How are we going to get him out? Um, no, I have no idea. N no ideas? No. Okay, so that's going to be a bit of a problem. Oh, Granda? Okay, uh, DJ Granda, we've been trying to have a little thing, trying to work out what we can do, but really we've had no ideas. We've gotten absolutely nowhere and we don't know how to... of a dancer are you? Well, I'm alright. Okay, well do you think you're going to dance well enough to get, to get Grand out? Well, can we maybe have a little help? A little bit of help? Uh, boys and girls, any, any good dancers? Daisy's up again. Are you a good dancer? Wonderful. What's your name, Pat? Easy. Okay, 
get you, you can stand here on the carpet. Daisy, I'm going to get you up too, okay, because your enthusiasm was wonderful. And look out to everyone, okay, so you can look out to everyone in the church. We're going to play some music, and hopefully you're going to all dance well enough to get Granda out, okay? Max, are you not ready? Nearly. Headset off, please, and then I think I can do it. Okay. Okay, so dancing as well as you possibly can. DJ Granda, hit it. And those other dance moves, he couldn't have done it on his own. Oh, better go sort of out for trapping me in there anyway. Max, where did you go? Max? Yeah, I can't find him anywhere. Is he out here already? Grandpa, are you here? Grandpa? Max? Mm. Grandpa? Ah! Oh, never mind. I'm too tired to chase him today. Thank you again, everyone. I'm going to sleep the rest of the day. Good boy. Bye, Grandin. Okay, so do you know what? What we do when everyone skills, okay, we have all of that fun to start, but then we get to the bit that is even more fun than that. So we now know that our invention, Trevor, works, and what we're going to do is use Trevor as we teach you a story from the Bible, okay? But as well as Trevor, boys and girls, do you think we should use Max to help teach our story? Yeah? Well, should we get him back? Okay, okay. Max? Max! Oh, Helen, I am not a performing monkey. If I danced and performed every time you asked, I look as tired as Mark, and that's not what I'm going for. Nope. Okay, Max, that's a little bit rude. You can't really say that about the minister. We're in church. We have to tell the truth. Okay, okay. Well, moving on from that, okay? What we're going to do, we're going to tell a story from the Bible, and we're going to need your help as well, and we're going to use Trevor. Yes, yes. No, not Trevor. I'm going to get stuck again. No, but don't worry. I there fixed it, so it's, it's going to work this time. <laughs> All right, then. Fine. Let me see. Whoop. Wonderful. Okay, so, boys and girls, our story starts on a road a little bit like this. So just imagine this old do 
dirty, dusty desert road. And together, we are going on a very long journey. And we are trying to reach a place called Damascus. What a weird name. Yes, Max, it is a weird name. But look, I need you to play our main Bible character. Okay, what's his name? Saul. <laughs> I'm your main man, Saul. <laughs> and what you need to know is that Saul is not a very nice person. Okay, not a nice person. I can try and do that. Great. What we also know is that Saul was a soldier, so I can imagine everywhere he went, he took with him a sword. A sword? Oh, look at that! Wah, chop, 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 yeah. <laughs> Imagine if that was real. Uh, Max, as I said, Damascus is a long, long way away, so I need you to focus. Okay, I'm focused. Great. So, what do we know, boys and girls? We know that this guy, Saul, not a very nice person. We know that he is a soldier. And would you believe it if I told you he went around capturing people and throwing them into prison? Come on, off we go. Chop, 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 into prison. Um, quick question, Helen. Yes? Why am I putting people in prison? Well, you're putting people in prison who say they love God. Whoa, what? Head that off, please. Yes? Bigger question to ask. Uh-huh. What was Saul's problem with people that loved God? Okay, I'll explain it to all of us, okay? Okay. So, boys and girls, people who love God were also known as followers of Jesus. And Saul thought that anyone who followed Jesus was an enemy of God. And that is why he decided he wanted to capture everyone who said they loved God and threw them into prison. Well, this guy had issues. He did have a few issues, but Max, we we have got to continue with our story. Okay. So, remember, where are we? We're on this old, dirty, dusty desert road trying to get to a place called Damascus. And Saul is trying to get there because he has a message to deliver to the high priest, this really important leader. Oh, so, I brought my laptop to send him an email. No, 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 you, you, you didn't send him an email. Ah, Saul's cooler than that. I used my smartphone and sent him a DM instead. <laughs> No, 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 no. Bible times, it was a long time before that. Ah, long time. Oh, I used one of those black boxes with buttons, a curly peel, and a banana for your head. <laughs> you mean a phone? Yes, they're ancient. No one uses those anymore. Okay, Max, you didn't quite use that. Wait for it, because you took your message to the high priest on a scroll. A what? Like this. That is weird. Yep, and you know what, boys and girls? On this scroll, Saul wrote a message, and he was going to ask for permission. So once he got to the high priest, to the really important leader, he was going to ask, did he have permission to continue capturing everyone who said they loved God and throw them into prison? Issues! He did have a lot of issues, but Max, Damascus is a long, long way away, so you have got to get going. And you know what? We will let you bring a few friends with you just to keep you company as you go. Oh, great. I love having company and people to talk to. Hey, friends, how's it going? Are you going to come with me to Damascus and deliver some really, really, really old scrolls? Yeah, great. Follow me and I will lead the way. Off we go with really old scrolls on our way to Damascus. Um, see, see, to be honest, Max, I probably wouldn't be so happy about it. Why not? Because something quite incredible, almost unbelievable, is about to happen to you. To me? This road. Ah! Oh no, Helen, Trevor's broken and I'm trapped inside again. Oh! No, 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 Tre Tre Trevor's not broken because, boys and girls, would you believe it if I told you this is exactly what happened? So the Bible tells us, as Saul was on his way to Damascus, all of a sudden he heard this loud noise, he saw this bright 
bright flash of white light, and then that was all he could see. Saul could no longer see the road in front of him. He could no longer see anything around him. He could only see this bright white light. My boys and girls, imagine for a second that happened to you, okay? And you were just out and about, and all of a sudden you could see nothing apart from a bright white light. How would you be feeling? Would anyone be feeling really, really excited? Would anyone be feeling a little bit scared? No? How would you, how would you be feeling? If all you could see was a bright white light. Okay, do you know what? As you're thinking about it, I would tell you that I personally would feel a little bit scared because I would have had no idea what was going on. And would you believe, boys and girls, when Saul saw this bright white light, all of a sudden he heard a voice speaking to him. And this is what the voice said. So someone knows that Saul is hurting a lot of people. He does not recognize this voice, so he just asks, who is this voice who is speaking to me? And boys and girls, this was the reply. It is me, Jesus. Jesus. Okay, so we hear that Jesus knows exactly what Saul has been doing, and Jesus knows that Saul has been hurting a lot of people. He's telling him that he needs to continue until he reaches Damascus. And you know, boys and girls, in that moment, the Bible tells us that Saul was completely quiet. But now remember, we allowed Saul to bring some friends with him, and I am sure they were a little bit scared. Oh, they're terrified. terrified and very scared but Jesus has told Saul that he needs to get to Damascus so he does not stop until he gets there okay I'm ready for the next part of this story okay well Max I do appreciate that you can still only see a bright white light correct but you're now in Damascus oh and God is about to do something incredible because boys and girls God is about to send a man called Ananias to come and visit Saul whoa well that's lovely and all but how will I know he's here I can't hold on what did you just call him Ananias uh, no, I've never heard of that name before. Okay, his name is Anne. Anne. Anne, Anne. Anne, Anne. Anne, Anne, Ayas. Anne, 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 Anne. <laughs> He's got a great name. <laughs> okay, uh, Max, you got to stay focused here. I appreciate it's not a name we hear all the time. But this guy, Ananias, is coming to see you, and it is really important. Oh, yeah, so how do I know he's here? Oh, yeah. Uh, gonna like knock the door, let you know he's here, he's arrived safely, and oh, oh, I hear a door. Hello? Hello! Is there anyone called Saul here? <gasps> That's me! My name is Ananias. God sent me. Ananias is here! God sent him! I better go let him in. I'm coming, Ananias! Ow! Uh, Max, remember, virtual reality, you don't actually need to move. Well, you could have reminded me of that before I ran into the wall. Helen, thanks for the heads up. 
Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But do you know what, boys and girls? This is incredible what happens next because it was God who sent Ananias to come and see Saul. And he simply told Ananias to put his hands over Saul's eyes. And through the incredible power of God, Saul was going to be healed and he was going to be able to see everything around him. That sounds great. But um, how quickly does it happen, Helen? Max, it happens instantly. Instantly? <gasps> I can see again. And that must be Ananias. Ananias, it's great to see you. It's great to see you, Saul. <laughs> God has blessed you by returning your sight. <laughs> you have been set free by the power of God. Wow. This is amazing. Did you hear that, Helen? I'm set free by the power of God. Exactly, and that's what makes this such an incredible story. Because, boys and girls, not only was Saul set free so that he could see again, but Saul's way of thinking was completely transformed. And would you believe, in an instant, he actually stopped hearing God? And he started loving God. He started hearing people who said they loved God. And he started loving people who said they loved God. And because of all that he had heard, all of the things that he had been taught about Jesus, he then started going and telling people just how amazing Jesus was. But now, I am sure there were a few people who were thinking, this can't possibly be true. How can someone be completely transformed in an instant? And did he really stop hearing God and start loving God. But as you can see, more and more people joined this crowd because they wanted to hear everything Saul had to say about just how amazing Jesus was. And one final thing, Max, yes. do you believe that God decided he was going to change Saul's name? He, he did. No longer called Saul, but he was now known as Paul. Whoa, Helen, this guy's so... I mean, Paul seems like a real hero. Yeah. Can you take this headset off, please? Yes. This is too good a story not to share. Granda, will you hear what I've just heard? Granda! So we hope you agree with Max that that was an incredible story. Maybe for some of you, this story is really familiar. And maybe for others, you haven't really heard it before. But how incredible that God was able to completely transform Saul's life. And it really does tell us in the Bible that in an instant, he went from hearing God to loving God. And whenever he became known as Paul, he went from country to country to country, just telling everyone how amazing God was and how amazing God's son was. And you know, boys and girls, okay, that's a story you read in the Bible, but I would imagine if Paul were to walk into your church this morning, he too would want to tell all of you and your whole church family about just how amazing Jesus is. Because the Bible tells us that Jesus came into the world and lived a perfect life. He did absolutely nothing wrong, yet Jesus went to the cross and Jesus died. And he died for all of our sin, all of the things that we do wrong, all of the things that disobey God. But boys and girls, mums and dads, church family, the most incredible thing about this story is the fact that the Bible tells us that three days later, Jesus rose again. And today, Jesus is alive and up in heaven. And he is inviting every single one of you to come to him 
say that you're sorry and put your trust in him. And boys and girls, just like he was Paul's best friend back in Bible times, because Jesus is alive today, he can be our best friend too. He really can transform our lives today. And how incredible if he did that. And we then started telling every single person we met just how amazing God was and how amazing God's son Jesus was. But boys and girls, what we are going to do, literally just to close off our time together, when we are out in primary schools, we love to do some dancing and we love to do some singing. And Max has got one final song that he would love to share with you all. So boys and girls, church family, can we give it up for the puppets? enjoyed that this morning. It was a little bit crazy, but hopefully you have learned that incredible story and the journey God took Saul on, everything that happened to him becoming known as Paul. So thank you so much and I'll hand back over to Mark. Thank you.
Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Nathan, in behind there somewhere. I think I'm going to get a hairstyle like this, guys. <laughs> okay, we're going, to, we're going to finish our service with Thine Be the Glory. Thine Be the Glory. Let's stand and worship God. Thanks again to Helen and to Nathan. And uh, please, if you are a visitor, please, we're going to have a, a wee cup of tea now. So you're very welcome to stay behind and have a cup of tea and a wee biscuit. Okay, let's say the benediction together. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you.